When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Suck My Bob. As always, it's your boy Scoop. <laughs> got uh, got Matthew over there on the other line. What's happening, brother? What's up, bro? That's right. We're back for another edition of Suck My Bears, a South Park review. This is episode number twenty-two, bro. Thanks for the intro. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm trying Number's to like make cool. myself look pretty here to get started. <laughs> you always look pretty. Come on. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're back, man. Uh, double dip this week. We're recording two episodes. We didn't think that first episode this week, you know, as always, being the South Park fans, we are, we're like, this is not a good episode. So it's not an episode we would be like, oh, great. This is our weekly episode that we have to put out. So we figured, fuck it. Why not put out another one? So just like we just like last time, we're putting out this one. And it's called Summer Sucks. And it's kind of apropos. We're getting into summer, Ian. And I would say it kind of sucks right now, wouldn't yep. you? Yep. Yep. This is kind of, this is definitely relatable to our situation. Summer does kind of suck right now. It's 100 degrees outside. We're getting to that point where, you know, here in Arizona, you go outside, you're like, ooh, ooh, it's 9 o'clock and it's 100 degrees. Summer's coming. Oh, boy. And here we are with this peak lockdown, I suppose. And, Summer right around the corner. Summer's going to suck this year, man. I can't disagree. I mean, I will say I have the luxury of, I guess, walking down to the river. I mean, you can go down to one of the town lakes there as well. But um, there's a lot more people, I would think, in your population in a smaller condensed area when they're in that lake area. Right? So, like, it's probably not going to be as viable as, say, me walking along the river. You know what I mean? Like I can just drive my car down a mile away and then just walk down the river. And even if there is people down there, they would just be walking. You know what I mean? So like, 
it's not uh, somewhere where your people are going to hang out because like there are houses like near that area as well. So it's like, you know, it's a front yard or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but it's a cool little area. Like how they have, um, but there is another side to it. that's got like a park and I, I imagine there's going to be a lot of people over there, but I try not to go over there as, you know, social distancing right now, but right. summer seems to have uh, made a lot of people stir crazy. I think I know a lot of people are spending a lot of their time online or, trying to uh just you know i don't know not be bored have you done anything learned anything new ian since this lockdown began no you should learn something maybe you should go buy a pogo stick i'm learning to be a pogo (laughs) (laughs) summer's here bro you bounce around bro gas free you don't have to you you don't have to bike Dude, you, you, that's probably a really good workout for your quads. Yeah. No? All right. Summer sucks, guys. <laughs> uh, this is episode uh, number eight of season two. It's the overall 21st episode, which is cool because it's our 22nd of the series itself. It was released on June 24th, 1998. Uh, this has guest appearances from Jonathan Katz. So in 2020, how many people do you think know who Dr. Katz is? Ooh, that's a that's a good question. Do you think do you think a good number of people would know who Dr. Katz is? Probably not. No. Unless they're our age or older. You think so? Yeah, I don't think Dr. Katz is as far as his animated show on Comedy Central was like it made into dent. It made a dent enough to be like a a cult classic type of animation. <laughs> like I think the creator got over in home movies more, wouldn't you say? Yeah, home movies I think was definitely a lot better. So but, I, mean, a lot, I don't know. A lot of people. I still see a lot of people complain about home movies. I saw somebody online one day. It was like a couple of th- weeks ago when somebody was like, this is cool and everything. Cause they were like, talk about it's obviously the voice of Archer. Right. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, this is cool. I just don't like the animation. It's like, dude, this is the nineties. Like you don't get it. Like <laughs> this was a experimental. It was new. It was something different. Nobody had created this grainy style of animation. Right. So it was unique that it fit in with the time of the technology of our televisions. So, like, it didn't even really bother you at the time when you watched it, to be quite honest. So, like, nowadays, yeah, if you look back, you can definitely say, man, it's, it's really grainy and all that. I get that. But, like, if you were there and you understood it and you watched it, you thought it was funny. So, Dr. Katz and that style of animation, I don't think, really ever had a long-term longevity within the, um, I guess you'd say, fixture of animation. Right. It it was kind of, I think it stopped with, what was that show? Um Daria, do you remember? Was that was is that is my am I? I don't know. That's the same guy, but like I think that I know I understand what you're saying as far as like animated styles or comedic drama, maybe. Uh, it wasn't the same type of animation. It wasn't that. It was definitely not the same type. Definitely different. Daria was different. La 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 la. But yeah, I think um, Home Movies and Dr. Katz were the only two that were kind of like it. Well, I'm saying the same creator for sure, 100. Like, I think it's the same, or at least the same animators. You yeah. know what I mean? It has but the same like, style. no other cartoon 
or animator kind of evolved or, ad- or adapted that style, I don't think, did they? I no, I mean, because if you look at it, it's a very unique style. Like I said, it has a good place in time for where right. we were at in the technology and what we were used to visually seeing, like right? Rugrats, maybe? Well, Rugrats, is, I would still say it's different because Rugrats is not grainy. Rugrats is like its own clear animation style. You can go back and watch it and the animation still holds up like a cartoon. Like, this is a unique, like, what they did is they took, like, the film graininess effect you'd have on television, and they added that to this wonky animation. Right. Yeah. So, so it's it's kind of its own. Its own, its own. thing. Yeah. It's, and it's never really been done since. So it's, it's an interesting uh, discussion. But Jonathan Katz makes an appearance as he has himself as the therapist to Mr. Garrison in this episode, who's struggling to cope with the loss of his hand puppet, which that's how the episode kicks off. So we're in the, we're in the classroom and <laughs> well, actually, I guess what I should say is the summer arrives in South park and the boys are disgruntled because there's no more winter activities. And they're now impossible. Making things worse, Colorado has now passed a statewide ban on fireworks after a kid in North Park had his arms blown off. In response, Jimbo and Ned traveled to Mexico to purchase illegal fireworks. And meanwhile, Mayor McDaniels is discovering the snakes are still legal, has the largest one ever made for the town's Independence Day celebration. It's not until it's been lit that the mayor becomes concerned of its expir- uh, expiration upon asking the manufacturer they realize it will be impossible to extinguish and will not burn out until november of the following year as the Goodness. ash tra- travels across the town and country disco- uh, destroying everything in waste so that's one of the main storylines we're going to talk about right let's kick that off so basically the boys you know they want to play with fireworks they're hanging out in the summer you know there's no snow though so they grow up they're in colorado yeah, you know, they're trying to do like uh, what is it, dirt, uh, dirt? What is it, what, Dusty the dirt ball or something like that? I don't know what he said there. As far as he named the the big uh, mounds of mud, and then he put a carrot on it. Hey, what does this look like? It looks like a mound of mud with a carrot on it. Damn it! <laughs> um, so that's they're upset because that they can't light any fireworks. That's what summer was for. They tried to go to Stu's to buy fireworks. She's like, sorry, there's been a, a ban on statewide fireworks since this kid North Park blew mm-hmm. his arm off. Now, I don't want to, like, give attention or berate people, but did you know that there is a parody animation site out there that's got, like, four or five videos called North Park? No. Yep. Dude, dope. I, um, I mean, they're interesting um, I wouldn't say the comedy is necessarily the best on some of them. Uh, yeah. And the audio quality can be, you know, very choppy at times, very clippy. Yeah. I think. Like, you know, how, like if you talk really loud into a mic, kind of clippy. Right. So it's it's basically done by somebody. In the somebody and their friends and shit like that, or somebody who's not using a professional editing program. I mean, right now I'm editing and talk or I'm talking to you. And I still have people down the hallway doing construction. So, like, if you've got good editing programs <laughs> and proper mics and proper equipment, it doesn't matter where you're at if you know what you're doing, right? right. As long as you're in a, still in a quiet place. I'm in the majority. I'm in, my, in an open room. It's quiet. So, 
it, it sounds like that they're just like either talking too loud into the mic or the quality of the mic that they were using was not the best. But the animation is actually pretty good. It's a it's very spot on parody of of South Park. Now I don't know if they got their idea from this episode, but as I watched that, I was like, oh, it's North Park thing. I wonder if that's there's any connection there. Or if I wonder, is they, it the same time? Same time? What do you mean? Are they around the same like the production of North Park? Is that around the same time as South Park? Are you saying the timeline of the show, or are you saying was this like made back then? Made back then. No. Or is this like recently this made, made the, like in the last couple okay. years? Like, okay. As late as 2016, I want to say. Right. All right. So, like, I think there's only four or five episodes out. One of the guys who's the creators is in a South Park group I'm in. That's the only reason why I know it. And like, I I commented on his post. I was like, you know, I was like, the animation's good, bro. I was like, it's not bad. I was like, but your audio is a little chippy. You know what I mean? But I'm also mm-hmm. an audio snob. Because I do podcasts, so there you go, guys. That's a little backstory there on North Park. So check them out if you're interested. Check them out, Scoop, if you're interested as well. Meanwhile, um, the kids now can't buy fireworks. Ned and Jimbo show up. They're like, "What's wrong, kids?" As they see him on the sled that's like not got no snow. They're just on a hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty funny. And uh, they're like, what's wrong, kids? Like, oh, we can't buy fireworks. They're like, oh, we're going to take care of that. Hey, so they get in the car, and all of a sudden, they just threw the car right now. They're like, buckle up, man. We're going to Tijuana. God. Well, don't worry, boys. Uncle Jimbo is on the case. Buckle your seatbelt, Ned. Mm, Where are we going? Mexico, my amigo. Why are we going to Mexico? Buy fireworks. Just because some kid blew off his hands doesn't mean the rest of us have to suffer now, does it? Are fireworks legal in Mexico? Hell, everything's legal in Mexico. Why? To get fireworks. So they decide to go to Tijuana. They get to Tijuana. They wanted to buy some something spectacular. 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 Let's get to roll your R's. Spectacular. As a kid, did you ever have a lot of fireworks or get to do any fireworks stuff, Scoop? Not legally, no. But um, a couple of my friends growing up were pretty big into it. It was pretty cool. A couple of them. So some of my, my friends' parents, big mortars. We got in trouble one year, um, set off a huge mortar. It was like a genuine firework almost. Cop came rolling up, and he was like, y'all have any idea what's going on over here? And we got, like, smoke and everything around us. No, we have no idea. We're just lighting little ones, sir. Just playing with some firecrackers. Interesting, interesting. No, I've never had... I've had some big ones with mortars, uh, like the ones you're talking about, but that's Mm. because in Montana, in Montana, it's legal, bro. We we lit that shit in our backyard. Too dope. And, like, we just fucking walk out of the back, lit it up, boom, huge explosion. (laughs) So, yeah, I've had some fun with those. I've never had the ones where they kind of like, I don't know, I guess maybe exaggerate on television, but maybe it is an exaggeration. Never been around it where it explodes so big that it like lights the sky. I want to be around one of those fireworks. (laughs) Right. Me too. Like it's nighttime and all of a sudden your firework goes off and then like you see like everything's lit in your area where you're at or something. Happy pay care. 
I would. I mean, I would wear sunglasses and yeah, 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 and I wear sunglasses and ear stuff, you know, to protect yourself. But it's gonna be pretty cool because you can video camera it and watch it back later. Yeah, but I didn't have a lot of firework experiences other than that in Montana. When I lived in California as a kid, we used to go out into the desert, like in the Palmdale area, where like it wasn't legal, but it wasn't necessarily like um, it, the law wasn't necessarily enforced because you're out in the desert, really. So as long as you're out in the desert and you're not like near something where you can catch on fire, it's very flat. You know what I mean? So you just explode it and then the sand pretty much puts it out. <laughs> So, uh, other than like going to like those kind of parties and where people do stuff like that, um, I didn't really have a lot. But Montana, that was certainly fun. I will give Montana that. I got to blow Montana. shit up. Got to blow shit up there, man. So right. they they eventually do get back, and we'll get to the collision here. But what happens is, is Mayor McDaniel's here has discovered that snakes are still legal as a result of the fireworks ban. So she gets the bright idea to call in the snake people. And have them make the biggest snake ever. Did you ever play with those stupid snakes? Yeah. I never found very much entertainment out of them. They were dumb. They were dumb. I never understood them. Let's cut to the chase and tell us about the snake. Oh, okay. Let's see. Right. Now, the disc that we're making is approximately 5,000 times bigger than the average snake. Ooh. We have to fly it in with three Comanche helicopters and lower it onto the ground at the lake. Comanche helicopters. Then we'll need 57 flamethrowers all set up around the perimeter of the disc that are all triggered to fire at the same time. Flamethrowers triggered at the same time. Once lit, the snake will grow. And good times will be had by all. Like, it's just black ash. Like, that's like... What you do with your um, your a, a straw? You know what I'm saying? Have you ever mm. made like a snake out of like the straw paper? Mm-hmm. Where you kind of just crumple it up really quick and then you blow it up. <laughs> I've seen huge discs of those though, like you know, the size of a plate. That's disgusting. That's yeah, it'd be fun. that's fun to play with, right? Oh. Look at it go, Jimmy. Yeah, Tuck, look at it go. I mean, I guess maybe if you took it while you were camping, you're on some acid or some shrooms. Like, hey, bro, watch as the disc of ash descends upon the livelihood of the land by exposing its own mass and pushing forth fire. (laughs) It's like shedding its skin in a new world, bro. So Mayor McDaniels calls these people in And then like this guy's starting his presentation And he's starting to go through it And she's like can you just shut up and get to the snake So he starts talking about the snake About how they're going to bring in Like three Comanche helicopters (laughs) 57 (laughs) flamethrowers Jesus All to light this giant snake so they brought the snake in, and uh, this becomes basically storyline B, if you will. It's pretty much the main story, if you will, is the ash, as they light it during the 4th of July celebration, it it takes over. And the reason why it takes over is they didn't take into consideration how big and how long it would last for. Say, uh, Charlie, when does that thing die out? Die out? Yes, you know, expire, end. Hello, I'm asking you when it stops. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I never made one this big. I guess we didn't quite think this through, did we? What? 
while that's going on, the kids are poorly playing some music initially. They're playing like uh, the Star Spangled Banner. All of a sudden, though, then like once like the snake gets lit, everybody starts dying. They pick up their instruments and they start playing some really good music. <laughs> start playing some like that that same song that they played on the Titanic movie. Mm-hmm. It's know. pretty funny. I, I like that part. What quartet that is, but someone can correct us if you're a music snob. Uh, it was so that was a funny part as everyone's dying and running around now as the snake is like destroying the town. It's just leveling it, and, and the town is burning up. <laughs> Now we're going to go to a guy with a funny name, Creamy Goodness. Creamy Goodness. Well, we're coming up on nine hours, and the giant snake of South Park shows no signs of stopping. Residents have tried everything from fire hoses to yelling at it to make the snake stop, but nothing seems to work. Thanks, Creamy. Police are advising all citizens to stay indoors, not breathe the ashen air, and not ever light any giant snakes in the near future. (laughs) Creamy Goodness. Let me get some of that Creamy Goodness. Oh, man. Uh, you know, actually, come to think of it, they threw a lot at this episode because they kind of bounced around here. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. while this is going on, the town's being destroyed. As we mentioned, Mr. Garrison uh, loses Mr. Hat. So they're in the classroom. And this is right before summer gets out and before all this starts really happening. Mr. Garrison does not know where Mr. Hat is. Mr. Hat. Okay, children, I know that today is the last day of school and that the last day of school involves pranks, but this is going too far. Now, what have you done with Mr. Hat? Children, I want Mr. Hat back right now. The prank is over. You think I can't get along without Mr. Hat, don't you? You think I can't live without him? Well, I can. He's just a puppet. I don't need him. You see? Watch. God damn it, where the f*** did you put Mr. Hat? And um, the, he basically threatens the students. Like, you cannot start your summer vacation until Mr. Hat is returned on my desk. And he's like, I'm going to turn around. And when I turn back around, Mr. Hat better be on my desk. So they, Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat. So uh, so Mr. Hat, Mr. Hat does not get returned because as, uh, Mr., as soon as Mr. Garrison turns back around, the boys and everyone leaves. Except for Pip. Fucking dick. Fucking dick. God he's damn just it, sitting Pip. there. Look at Pip. And then they're like, he's like, oh, oh, cheerio, boys. Have some fun for me this summer. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's all like, well, I, 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 I'm an orphan, so I don't have any parents. So my parents are dead. I have to go do summer school. Buzzkill. <laughs> Kurt was like, God damn, Pip. You mean you sick. So as that was what happened with Mr. Garrison is he loses Mr. Hat. So he goes to a therapist. He's looking for Mr. Hat. He's, you know, he's distraught in his apartment. Can't find Mr. Hat. Sees the boys walking out of town. Have you guys seen Mr. Hat? Uh, um, they're like, they're like, uh, they're like, have you found Mr. Hat yet? Oh, Mr. Hat. I don't know. I haven't even thought about him. Eventually, like we said, he goes to the therapist. He meets Mr. Katz. Has his own like uh, therapy session with him, and Doctor Katz says that he's gay. Says that Mister Hat is gay, and he's trying to come out, uh, and that he's using a homosexual puppet as a way of doing so. First, I was sure one of the children took him, but then I remembered that Mister Hat and I actually had a fight that morning. Um, <clears throat> are you gay? What? It's 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 just a it's just a question. Are you propositioning me? No. Well, I can tell you that I'm 100% not gay. Well, I I believe you. I absolutely believe you. Mr. Hat on the other hand. 
Mr. Hat was gay? Sometimes he fantasizes about same-sex relations. I see. Sometimes Mr. Hat liked to pretend he was in a sauna with Brett Favre and a bottle of Thousand Island dressing. That I did not need to know. Well, I'm just saying. Mr. Garrison, I think that Mr. Hat was actually your gay side trying to come out. You see, it's it's you that's gay, but, but you're in denial, so you act out your gay persona with a homosexual puppet. What do you think about that? I think you're the loony one in this room. <laughs> Serves you right, you gay-bashing homo. You know, getting out his gay side. <laughs> uh, so Garrison rudely brushes him off, and then just as he does, the giant snake comes through the window and kills him. And he laughs at him. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. So at, also, another side story here. God, there was a lot of side stories I forget about. Yeah. Cartman is getting swimming lessons, too. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, shit. All right, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Are the goddamn kids pissing in the poo? Yeah, so basically Cartman uh, start, uh, says he's going to go ahead and go get swimming lessons to the boys after the school uh, ends and they get out. And they're like, dude, first graders pee in that pool. I like I like Cartman's realism in this scene though, because Cartman's like, you know what? I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm doing the best I can. I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, Cartman, you are. You're doing the goddamn best you can. And uh, he he's like, she guys, I'm going here. But Cartman, yeah, yeah, you good? Yeah, I'm so I really like this episode for that uh, fact that he really got over his screw guys. I'm going home in this episode a lot. He used it frequently. But Cartman, no, 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 no. Screw guys, I'm going home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically Cartman goes and throughout this episode, he's getting like swimming lessons. That's his little side story. Eventually it re- uh, 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 ends with the kids pissing in the pool after he finally swims to the deep end. But I want to do a doggy style. That's really the only notable thing there. When she's the, the swimming lady's like, come on, Cartman, swim to the deep end. He's like, I don't even know how to do it, the doggy style. And she's like, you mean doggy paddle? He's like, <laughs> he's like, okay. He's like, I'll swim over there, but can I do it the doggy style? He's like, okay, go ahead. And then he starts swimming, and the first graders start walking, swimming by and peeing him. He's like, you, you, you son of a bitch, you son of a bitch. I'm, yeah, nah, I'm getting out of here, guys. So, yeah, first graders peed in the pool. Whew, there's a lot here unpacked still. So Mr. Garrison, as we said, after having his nervous breakdown, uh, decides that he's going to use Mr. Twig, which was stupid. I was like, it was dumb. Why would you? That's not even creative. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get like a, a knockoff Muppet character. You got a Twig, Mr. Twig. Mm-hmm. It's not even anything. At least Mr. Hat had some character. And we'll tell you what happened to Mr. Hat here shortly. Mm-hmm. But while that's going on, uh, you've got the town that's still in a disarray from the snake being blown up everywhere. And eventually Jimbo and Ned finally show up. And they're like, we're finally going to bring the, uh, the, the, the fireworks back to South Park. But before they do, okay, they get caught at the border. <laughs> they get caught at the border with the fireworks. And he's all like, oh. he's like, let Ned, let me, let me do the talking. So he's like, uh, the cops like, uh, do you guys have any illegal immigrants with you or anybody in the, in the car that's not spoken for? Uh, no, sir. Uh, do you have any ammunition or fireworks? Yes. I, I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, God damn it. Sir. I mean, God damn it. Cops like, sir, let me open up the trunk. 
So they get caught and they go to jail. But when the snake hits, it's hitting all over, apparently. So it takes out the jail. So they get free. Now they show up back in South Park. Give the boys the Tijuana bottle rockets. They blow up the snake, causing the snake to be stopped. It's free. It put out the ashes, puts out the fire. So meanwhile, while this is uh, now going on, they made one call, though, early on, as we, we kind of blurred over it, but it's a funny song. They, they called. We should do what we always do. Ask Chef for help. Where is Chef? Baby, you know you're the girl for me And all that I want to be is You and me and her simultaneous You and me and you and you Simultaneous loving, baby Two or three <laughs> simultaneous Ooh, that's right Hello? What? Oh, hello, children. It's a what? A giant snake killing everybody, growing bigger? Children, you know I rarely say this, but, well, fudge you. Simultaneous you and me and you and you. Simultaneous loving, baby. Two or three. <laughs> What'd he say? Dude, I think he told us to go f*** ourselves. Wow. Chef, for help? And Chef's on an island on in vacation with three hot chicks on a beach. It's you and me and you and her and her and me and simultaneous loving me. Baby. Two and three. three. It's me. It's you and simultaneous loving baby. And two or three and her and her and, me, and her and me. Simultaneous loving baby. And they're like, can you come back and help or whatever? And Chef at first, uh, he says, fudge him. They're like, oh, oh, dude, I, th I think uh, Chef just told us to go oh. fuck ourselves. So, uh, the bo as we mentioned, the boys finally got their fireworks. When they shoot them out, they destroy the snake trail. The ashes rain to the ground like snow, and the people participate in winter activities using the black soot now. Mr. Garrison, as we mentioned, uh, returns with a twig. Mr. Twig. Uh, during this time, Cartman, being the only person in the pool, has decided to swim all the way from the shallow end of the pool to the deep end. He is successful but is angered when the first graders then return immediately turn the entirety of the pool into me. <laughs> uh, uh, you're laughing because of the, the soot stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, Because what happens next is Chef returns to South Park from vacation. And uh, for those unaware, maybe you don't know what we're talking about when we see the phrase soot. We mean ash. Now, if you've ever seen, not like your typical ashtray cigarettes, but if you've ever seen something that's burned down, the ash mm -hmm. is usually like a, a black, a dark gray black. Carbon. So, yeah, so everybody carbon. That's good. Uh, good colors. So they everybody's like shoveling it up, but because everybody's shoveling up and playing in it, they're all covered in black sweat. So they all look like black faces. So Chef returns to, uh, to South Park from vacation, and when he sees everyone's faces covered in the black ash, he he's basically all right. Everybody, line up so I can give you a ass kicking. And then that's kind of how the episode ends, Ian. Mm -hmm. Wow. Good stuff. Everybody line up so I'll kick your ass. Yeah, so the result of basically of this whole episode is fireworks kick ass, right? I guess that's what we got out of this episode. Fireworks kick ass. They give us some developmental story undertones with Garrison that they are admitting that he's gay now. 
And at this point up until the show, there was kind of like there were some undertones. But this is where he's really now having to identify with his homosexuality. It's pointed out by a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got that going on. I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. Fireworks are banned in certain in, in certain places, which is interesting. Um, and I think the overall idea that the like as kids, you know, during the summer, sometimes you don't know what you're, you know, looking forward to doing, looking for fun to have. But we'll get into in more of the underlying tones first. Let's get into what did Kenny say? So in this episode, as Kenny dies from the uh, black soot snake monster, it crushes or knocks him over under a bleachers, a set of bleachers. And as he dies, he says, dude, you guys, I really, really don't have time to tell you that. And then boom, he dies. He's killed by the snake. Skip. <laughs> So I wonder what Kenny was trying to say. What do you think? Uh, That's the meta of it there. What was Kenny? What was Kenny actually trying to say? (laughs) I don't know. What was he trying to say? We know what Kenny said. What was he trying to say? Uh, Here's some underlying tones in this episode. When the stake starts to grow out of control, the boys play near my God to the reference to the film Titanic. See, I called that shit. Boom. I forgot that I wrote that down, actually, but I knew it was from Titanic. Um, Have you ever seen Titanic? Yeah, the movie sucked dick. What? I don't like Titanic. I mean, it was a good movie, but I I don't like it. Okay, first off, Kate Winslet is hot. She's all right. She's all right. Okay. That's the first thing. Secondly, don't ever knock my boy Leo. (laughs) That's my boy. That's my dude. That's right here in my heart. Right in this part of the heart right here. In part. You know, because I got a big heart. It's right here. Right here. Leonardo DiCaprio was astonishing in that movie. He had to fake die on a door. Have you ever tried doing that? Ever tried to fake die on a door, Ian? I don't think so. But that's what it was flaw was, how it ended. It was like, you couldn't let this bitch, couldn't let him up on the door with you. Could have balanced and shit. I don't know. <laughs> couldn't have alternated. I don't know. Anyway, here's some more underlying tones. Mr. Garrison is coming apart at the seams over the disappearance of his puppet sidekick, Mr. Hat. Dr. Katz listens to him for a while and then patiently explains to Mr. Garrison that he is in denial about his own homosexuality and that Mr. Hat is so important to him because he projects his real sexual desires onto the puppet. Suddenly, the snake breaks through the window and uh, immolates Dr. Katz, much to Mr. Garrison's satisfaction. And then as Philip Marlowe, the poet, would say, used to say, the problem with some lines of work is that nobody ever happily paid money to hear somebody tell them the truth, which is true. Nobody ever happily goes to a therapist. I mean, I mean, there are some people. I'm not. I'm. I'm I guess I'm generalizing, right? Mm, but yeah. for the majority of the population, people long go. I want to go to a therapist. It's going to be great. I'd love to talk about myself and get my feelings off my chest and have a person to listen to me. Because most people <laughs> have friends or family that they can at least go to one person. You know what I mean? They're like, why am I going to go pay to have someone tell me the truth? Or you could be like me, Ian. Hmm. 
You just tell the fucking truth. <laughs> you know me, bro. You know me. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that's me. I definitely am one of those guys. It depends on the certain people. Like some people I don't need to be that truthful with, but certain people I do. Like I have, you know, one of my friends, Kathleen, like she'll always hit me up and she'll be like, I'm hitting you up because I need the truth. <laughs> I'll be like, all right. <laughs> What do you need to know? What's going on? Tell me the story. <laughs> Lay it on me, baby. I'm like, all right. What's going on? And then she'll tell me the story, and then I'll be like, no, this is what blah 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 blah. And you and I'll, most of the time she already knows the answer. And I'm like, you already said the answer. Like that's the answer. Like do that. Like you're. You, this is what you wanted me to tell you. Do it. That's that's what I wanted you to tell me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um. So that was really the only underlying tone in this episode. This was more of just a. A funny comedy type of episode with fireworks in the summer, kids blowing shit up, snakes, immigration, trying to get sneak stuff over the border, homosexuality with Mr. Garrison is really the only thing that comes out of this is the character line is the character development. Right. So let's get into our top liked and dislike as we wrap up this episode. So Cartman's reaction to learning that the class scapegoat is an orphan, like that being Pip. Your parents are dead? God damn, you suck, Pip. <laughs> you suck, Pip. <laughs> um, we also did kind of mention, or failed to mention this, but when the, in the middle of this crisis of the snake growing bigger and bigger and bigger, they're trying to calculate like how long the, the snake's going to grow. And he's like, uh, oh, by my calculations, it'll go out November of next year. <laughs> and the mayor picks up the phone and she goes, Get me the mayor. And then, like, she pauses because I think her assistant says, wait, you are the – and she goes, I know that smart ass. I was being ironic. <laughs> <laughs> um, the news anchor's name is Creamy Goodness. Creamy Goodness is one of mine, too. I like that. He's, he, he's also a ginger. Did you see that? So he's got no soul. So He's got no soul. His skin wasn't uh, white, though, so, like, he was a daywalker. There's a daywalker. <laughs> like Kyle. There's a daywalker. Like Kyle. Kyle's a daywalker. That's right. Ginger. Jersey. No Jew. Three strikes. Um, Jimbo always gets the question about the fireworks wrong. Even when they're like, they're, tra- yeah. like, like doing it. Practicing. In- yeah. Practicing inside mm. the jail. Do you have any fireworks in the car? Yes. <laughs> Dang it. I mean, no. Damn it. Why do I keep getting that question wrong? <laughs> so that's a good one. Uh, but then, like, the last thing I put here, uh, all of a sudden the kids can play good music. Like, they're playing yeah. this really shitty Star Spangled Banner, and then they just start playing this Titanic song all of a sudden, no matter what. Like, they, just, they just play it. Like, it was nothing. It was crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first thing I put, or some dislikes here, would have liked to have seen more Dr. Katz with, this, uh, with Garrison. Yeah, me too. I definitely would have liked to see more Dr. Cass. That would have been pretty funny. Um, one of my dislikes was the snake itself. I thought that story was just... They could have been a little bit more creative with something else rather than a stupid fucking snake, but what do I know? Well, I mean, the other alternative would have been sparklers. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that are usually available in places that ban fireworks, right? Like, snakes and sparklers. True. And poppers, little snappers. <laughs> You don't really light nice. them. They just give them to you so you can pop. Makes sounds. Um, so, yeah, there wasn't a lot of 
us like it wasn't really a lot of reasoning for the, the snake other than the fact that like they probably just think of okay well what's a firework that's, that isn't a firework right and then they're like oh well we've got snakes and sparklers well what can we do with sparklers well sparklers burn so we could go cliche well, what about a snake it grows let's take a giant snake like a godzilla snake taking over the towns and taking over the world so i mean i get where you're coming from though it is kind of just like Oh, it's a black ash snake. It's Fourth of July, kind of cliche. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, giving life to Mister Hat when he meets Brett Favre in the sauna. I didn't understand this throughout the whole one to two ep- uh, seasons we've seen. Mister Hat, Mister Hat, has not really had any life, right? Right. So, like, all of a sudden, he's now in a sauna. So we're led to believe that's where it happened. He left Mister Garrett to go see Brett Favre and fulfill his homosexuality fantasies. <laughs> so stupid. And uh, as a big Packer fan, how does that make you feel growing up? Growing up, uh, this hat wanted to bang Brett Favre. I don't know. It's a little Martin, weird. He wanted to. There's something about Mary with Brett Favre. Something about Mary with Isn't Brett that weird? Favre. Brett oh, Favre was shit. in that That's movie. That's hilarious. Isn't that weird? He was in that movie. <laughs> he just shows up with the monkey, or what? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was. It was a monkey. It was something stupid. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> I can't believe Brett Favre was in that movie. So anyway, dumb. Um, so yeah, that was kind of dumb. Mister Hat moves his eyes, so all of a sudden, and, Mr. and Brett Favre like a, like addresses him like he's real. Hey, I haven't seen you here before. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Never seen you be here before. Oh man, oh, I miss your hand. Uh, Mr. So, so yeah, that was something we didn't like. Is it was just weird to kind of give Mister Hand some sort of life there. Uh, next up was them playing in the ash. I just thought that was weird. Just kind of a, a weird way for them to kind of go and end. You don't agree? Disagree? No, I don't disagree at all. Thought that was kind of yeah, okay going on here i mean they were really trying to push the boundaries there like here's blackface characters <laughs> right <laughs> like that would not stand now in 2020 nope. Dude, i wonder if, i wonder if they replay this episode a lot that'd be a good interesting question to figure out if it's still in syndication uh the top last thing we we put we disliked was mr twig or at least i put and it's not really creative it just shows up mr twig Mr. Trey's going to join you guys when you return to school in the fall, boys. Oh, great. Mr. Oh, great. Mr. Twig. Yeah, it's kind of lame. So, Well, that's it, Scoop. Let's talk about your top. Is it in Scoop's top 100? Yes, it would okay. make the top 100. Okay. Is it in Scoop's top 50? Uh, I don't know if I'd put it in the top 50. That's fair. I would agree. It's not in my top 50 either. It'd be in my top 100, though. It'd yeah. be in my top 100 South Park episodes. Summer sucks. It's nostalgic a little bit in that regard, you know. Yeah. It takes you back to thinking about being a kid and being off during school and wanting to hang out with your friends. To get The other day, I was uh, went for a walk and I walked by the high school. I don't go to this high school. I've never went to this high school, right? I just walked by a high school and I was just, you know, it kicked in some nostalgic memories. You know, you just, 
you're like, man, I used to be in high school like 15 years ago. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. But uh, we're going to keep slipping into the future here as we continue to mosey along on our South Park journey. We do have some fun news. I'm going to go ahead and drop right now, Ian. Do uh, it. In August, end of August, beginning of September, ladies and gentlemen, we will be launching a Patreon. Yeah, boy. And in doing so, we are going to provide additional South Park content to you for a novel minimum. One dollar a month. That's it. So one dollar yeah, a month. Yeah, one dollar a month. You'll be able to sign up. You'll be able to get additional content such as character analysis episodes, video game playthroughs. Check out our notes. You can check out, out our us. notes. You can watch. You can do a live watch along with us, depending on the tiers that we're going to have along. Like we'll do a show like we're doing right now, like we're recording, but we'll do OBS or we'll invite you to the conversation so you can watch the show live and submit your questions to us. So you can even jump in and you hell. There might be tiers to where you can host a show. There might be tiers to where you pick which episode we review that we haven't done yet. And that way when we get to it, you're the picker and maybe you're the producer. Maybe you're the host of the show with us. But the reason why we're also putting it together, guys, is we want to review the new season when it comes out. So we don't want to mess up our numbers. And as you can see right now, we're in episode 22. So if we go ahead and drop this in September when we're at like episode 30, 40, it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Patreon exclusive. <clears throat> All the new episodes will be Patreon exclusive until we get to episode 309, 310, right? A couple years from now. So until we get there, those episodes will be Patreon exclusive. So um, $1 a month is going to all, it's going to be the minimum. And you'll get a lot of the, like I said, at least you're going to get a minimum for a dollar. We know that you're going to get the character analysis episodes. You'll get the bonus new episodes of us reviewing the new content and you'll get the video game walkthroughs and listen throughs and then anything else that we decide to do as far as you being involved being interactive maybe even the video formats the raw versions or even the video formats with full video like as on the patreon it's behind a paywall i don't have to do as much editing with still frames i can put up the whole video in full clip so Hell yeah there's a lot more things you can take advantage of behind there so uh definitely look out for that and uh, you can also support us now if you'd like by visiting us at anchor.com slash suck my ball slash support sign up for a buck a month kind of the same thing uh we don't really have anything up there right now but it would be helpful if you'd like to throw us a dollar or two you can also uh, find us on twitter and on instagram at suck my balls pod on south park pod on facebook you can follow me on twitter and and instagram at matthew underscore Schaffer. and uh, this has been another exciting edition Check my balls. Check my balls. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, <laughs> ratsaladreview.com and hackerhameen.podbean.com. And uh, that's going to do it. Scoop, anything else? Check my balls. Check my balls. Check my balls. Check Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Salad Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Salad Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics, a South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. 
The Infinite Fringe. I watch a long wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and the Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Sådan kan vi altså gå, når man går uden hue på. Ching chang lu, ching chang lu, ching chang ching lu til dig. Da jomfruen fik den besked, ching chang ching lu til dig. Hun kastede sig fra tårnet ned. Ching-chang-ching-lu-ti-lai Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ching-chang-lu Ching-chang-lu Ching-chang-ching-lu-ti-lai 